Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Killstokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Thank you as always for joining me for this top ranked trading podcast. At least that's what the internet tells me whenever they send me those little reports each and every month. Um, but appreciate you joining me. I've um, got an interesting episode today. It actually is a question from a former client of mine who is now working with a new coach. And he wanted to get my opinion or basically compare opinions between his previous coach, and his current coach. And I thought it was a cool topic. I just emailed him back. Uh, But of course, this podcast is an outlet for really you guys to experience the day-to-day coaching that um, not only I go through in coaching myself and and, and learning uh, on my continued journey of not just becoming a consistently profitable trader, but remaining a consistently profitable trader and and wherever else this path takes me, Um, but also kind of insight to uh, the questions that we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis and how we're helping traders out. And question says Akil, um, I was a tier one member from September 2008 to two, uh, 2018, excuse me, 2019. And I think I'm getting um, contrary advice from one of the basic things you teach. I was thinking about emailing you, then I listened to your latest podcast that came out uh, on the exact topic and figured it was a sign that I had to email you. I'm part of a new community, uh, primarily due to costs and ask the main coach the following question. What's a good process for learning and mastering a strategy? I am notoriously a system hopper and I think it's because I try something and I think it looks good, but backtesting or simulation results show the strategy to be a loser. I think I tell myself that maybe the strategy isn't a good fit or maybe I'm not capable of trading it. After doing this too many times with the same poor results, I think I need to just settle in, accept poor results to start and slowly improve until I have a profitable strategy. Do you have any advice to go from? I don't know how people make money trading this way uh, too. Wow, it actually works. Um, I've put time into the three pillars and I think I'm doing pretty well with that, but actually identifying trades is where I'm having difficulty or maybe I'm just blind to where I need to improve. Again, this is the question that he asked the the new coach. Um, So for you guys that are asking what the three pillars are, Akil, I never heard you mention it before. I have no idea, Um, but my guess is it's it's a, um, a form or a routine of 
technical analysis, maybe checking three boxes, look for this, look for that, look for this. Uh, similar to how we do the IPDE, identify, predict, decide, execute, probably something similar to that in, in what you're looking for routinely on your price chart. And this was the answer that his coach gave him. The coach said, maybe the issue is, uh, the, the answer is summarized, excuse me. Um, maybe the issue is me, not the system. Yes, I completely agree, which is why I asked the question. Um, I need to figure out why I'm jumping from strategy to strategy, and I should also focus on skills, not a strategy. If you're really building your skills, then the patterns of what I can trade the best will eventually reveal themselves. Focusing on just a strategy is like a quarterback focusing on just throwing. Um, he could have a perfect throw, but it means nothing if it takes him a long time to find a receiver or if he lacks other skills. And then he said he followed up with this question as well. He said, thanks for the answer. Um, I think my focus on strategy is coming from my previous community, tier one trading. Yeah. Um, the focus was on first learning the skills, then finding a strategy that you could profitably trade. The suggestion there, the suggestion there was to focus on one strategy until you have it dialed in and then add another. What I got from your response is focus on developing skills and the rest should become obvious. My interpretation of that is identify the three pillars on the chart, decide what, if any, trade I see, then execute or don't if nothing exists. After doing that hundreds slash thousands of times, I will have developed my skills and I will have data to show what I should be trading. Is my interpretation correct? And then this is back to me, says Akil, what are your thoughts on the question answer? The main difference between you and blank coach is probably that you're extremely rules-based and he teaches something a little less rules-based. Um, identify extensions slash retracements, type of trend, support and resistance zones, then plan your trades based on those. I've come to realize that there is almost never one right answer in trading and the different approaches to selecting a strategy is probably just another example of that. Neither approach is right, uh, but they both have their advantages and disadvantages. After writing this email, I think he might even align with you a little and say that once you've taken a lot of trades, demos slash simulation, um, and identify what you're naturally good at, you should focus on just that and try to master it. And my response to this trader was that, yeah, I, I agree with the coach. I, I think we're on, I think we're more similar than what this trader thinks in the fact that we both seem to be preaching the same thing, right? I'm a, a big preacher of don't focus on the strategy. Don't focus on the strategy. Don't focus on the strategy, right? The first thing that you need to learn is the foundational elements of technical analysis. You need to know how to read a price chart. Because if you cannot read a price chart, you are not going to be able to do any of the other things that go with reading a price chart. I always take it back to kind of a, a basketball reference um, for me growing up, right? There, there came a point in time where I stopped growing. I was playing AAU basketball, so travel basketball at, at a pretty high level. And, and there, there was a point in time where I was very tall. Um, and then when you go out and, and start playing with these other potential pros, um, all of a sudden six feet is not very tall anymore, five, 10, whatever I was at. So I had to make a transition to a new position, which was point guard. And the point guard is the person on the basketball team that handles the ball most of the time. I was good at many of the skills. I was a really good passer. I was really good one-on-one -on -one defense. I was good at decision-making. I was a good captain. I mean, I, I can set plays up and, and run them, make sure everyone's in the same spot. But I had a problem, right? I wasn't a very good dribbler. I was an okay dribbler for a, a forward, which I used to be, um, but not for a point guard. And 
I remember coach couldn't put me in a game and I, I asked him why. I said, hey coach, you know, why? I'm, I think I'm your best point guard on the team. How, how come I'm not playing as much as I, I could be? And he says, Akil, you're doing all these other things right, but the fact of the matter is, if you can't dribble at this high level, I can't put you in the game. You can't do these basic stuff. That none of the other stuff matters. Why? Because you're never gonna be able to get the ball across half court. And something they used to do, and this is how we learned this lesson, is they when they noticed, other teams noticed that my dribbling was a little bit suspect, especially with the left, left hand, um, they would press me and put me under pressure and I would either fold or, or just kinda get knocked out of my comfort zone and, and, and make mistakes. So what my coach told me to do is I had to go home and, and kind of go back to the basics. I had to go outside and dribble with my left hand, right? Over and over again, right? Half an hour to an hour each night, practicing, 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 um, working on the fundamentals because until I mastered those fundamentals, I really couldn't do anything else in the court. And, and trading is very similar, right? I don't care if you're gonna be a trend trader, counter trend trader, a support and resistance trader, a pattern trader, a moving average trader, whatever you want to be, you need to know how to read a price chart. So the skill of being able to identify what the market is doing and make solid predictions on what the market is gonna do next is the main thing uh, that a trader needs to understand and, and really work on. So I think his coach, his new coach, <laughs> his new coach and myself are actually on, on the same page about that. I think where we differ is the rules-based stuff. And again, keep in mind, I, I have no idea what this coach teaches or the philosophy. I'm just going off what the email said. Um, I think where we differ a little bit is on the rules-based. I believe in rules-based trading. Um, I, I believe in using the if-then syntax. I believe that there should be no gray area, maybe a little bit of gray area in the initial in interpretation, like reading trends and stuff like that. There's never gonna be one true answer. But as far as what you need to do to take a trade, there should be no gray area. It, it needs to be rules-based um, because you wanna trade something that is testable, verifiable, and repeatable. And if something isn't rules-based, it's not gonna check all those boxes. And this is how I responded to the trader, right? If you don't have something that's rules-based, how can you test it? Well, maybe you can test it based off your intuition, but remember, newer traders typically don't have intuition because intuition comes with really experience in the market. So that, that's not gonna cut it. Um, so it's not really testable. So if, if you can't test it, you can't verify the results. I mean, you can't verify that it actually works. And that's big. I know many of you guys that are new, you're probably telling yourself, well, Q, I don't need to verify anything. I looked at a chart for like a year and it seemed to work, right? Well, I did the same thing the other day, right? I've been back testing for years and years and years and years. And I can't tell you how many systems I've back tested. I did kind of like the eye test where I just scroll through and look at it and like, oh man, that catches the big trends, right? Thousand pippers left and right. And then I go back to test it and it's actually a losing strategy. Maybe it had like two hot years and then it kind of, you know, kind of dies out and actually puts me in a negative, right? I, that, I, I guaranteed almost every trader that has tested a strategy has had that happen to them at some point. Um, so you need to be able to verify that what you're doing works and what you're doing can stand the, the test of time in different market conditions. If it's not rules-based, also how can you repeat it? I have a simple kind of formula for consistent profitability, right? Consistent analysis plus consistent execution equals consistent results. Meaning that if you consistently look at the market the same way each and every time and you consistently take the trades that you're supposed to take, and obviously you consistently don't sabotage yourself, um, you're going to execute your strategy. You aren't trading your strategy unless it has a positive expectancy. So essentially, if you do what you're supposed to do, you will make money. If you don't, you will not. But if something is not rules-based, how can we consistently execute it if sometimes we're doing this and sometimes we're doing that? 
So that's kind of the, the, the deal for me with, uh, with rules-based trading. And a part of the email that catches me, especially on the second time reading through this, is the part about, um, let me just scroll through and find this, um, do, 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 is, you know, I, I guess, is following up on, on just spending time in the market until a, a strategy naturally develops for you. And, and I don't know if I believe in that because here, here's what's going to happen, right? And I, I do believe in this, right? So the more time you spend in the market, and we always talk to our traders about finding a fit, right? Find a trading style that matches your personality. How do you know it matches your personality? Well, you got to learn it and kind of see what fits, right? Is the counter trend trading more of my thing going against the grain? Is it trend continuation? Kind of that safety of being with the move? Is it structure? Is it, you know, whatever it may be, you got to find that right fit. And I think that comes with spending time in the market uh sitting in the live room is big for that right jason grayson and myself both have live rooms we host it you know two three hours each day and it's basically live analysis and live trading in the markets each and every day and it, it gives newer traders a chance to kind of experience all sides of trading right here's what trend continuation trading looks like here's what counter trend trading looks like here's what a system trade looks like here's what using indicators look like and, and they can kind of start to feel like kind of like this or this is easy for me to pick out um but there, no matter what you do, there, there comes a point where you have to take action because the trader mentioned that one of his issues is that he is a notorious system hopper, right? He goes from one thing to another when he feels like something isn't working right or maybe just shiny thing syndrome. Ooh, that looks cool. Let's do that. Well, if you are simply looking at the markets and you've got different things that you're looking for and, and you've made the decision, I'm not going to find a strategy or develop a strategy. I'm just going to pick whatever comes to me. If you're a system hopper, I don't think anything is actually going to come to you, right? I think you're going to be in a situation where each and every day you like something else, where it's like, hey, this worked good yesterday. I like it today. Oh, no, failed today. I'll like this tomorrow. I'll like something else, right? And I think you're going to be in that, that uh, Jason Greystone calls it the wounded crab, right? Where you're just kind of shuffling back and forth. Uh, I wish this was visual. I'd show you a nice little chart. But if you guys have attended any webinars, you've seen the wounded crab picture. Um, or if you follow me on social media, uh, Mark Douglas calls it the boomer buster category as well, where you're not necessarily failing as a trader, but you're not really succeeding either. You're kind of going sideways until you ultimately either bleed your account or you just run out of time in life. Um, and that's not a good thing. So I, I do think there comes a point where you have to pick a strategy. You, you got to take a shot and it, you may pick something, you may dive into it and you may decide that you don't like it and that's okay, right? I know some people consider it a waste of time. I would consider it an opportunity to learn what doesn't work or an opportunity to learn what doesn't work for you. And there is benefit in that. Um, but I do think you, you know, once you've learned what you need to learn, those foundational elements, you need to pick a strategy. And when it comes to picking a strategy, you need to pick one, right? Um, I put out this podcast. This one's probably not coming out until a month after the one that traders are referring to. But I put out a podcast kind of comparing um, strategy development. And, you know, if you are bouncing around with different strategies, you're investing a little bit of energy and maybe five different things how quality of work are you putting into those five different things, right? You're splitting your energy into fifths. If you focus on a single thing, you're putting a lot more energy into it. You're investing a lot more effort into it. You're probably going to have better results. And the cool thing is that once you're consistently pro uh, trading it, right? Once that strategy is making you money, you then open up more time to work on the next thing. And I'd much rather be trading something that is making me money 
while I'm working on the next thing versus kind of being everywhere and, and never getting anything complete. So that's kind of my take on it. Again, I thought it was a very good question. I, I think it's cool just to hear. And again, we don't know much about the other trading coach, but to hear kind of two different viewpoints. And at the end of the day, I, again, I, I think we're both actually saying the same thing. Uh, maybe a little bit of, of difference with the, the rules basedness, but again, I don't under, I don't know how this other trading coach teaches. I, I would guess that there's some type of rules based structure there as well, but I just don't know. But um, cool topic. Um, glad I got the email and glad I can forward it to you guys as well because I know this trader isn't the only trader that is maybe having this issue or going kind of through this conundrum. Uh, and as always, I hope this podcast is a source that not, not uh, that not only helps him, um, but it helps you guys as well.